Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Self-Taught Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Christine, and today we are going to jump into a topic that I think every artist grapples with at some point during their creative journey, and that is what to do with leftover art. If you're anything like me, you have piles and maybe a whole wall full of canvases and paper art that for whatever reason is leftover. I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm not saying that it's good. It's just leftover. Some of them I think are great paintings. They're just not my personal favorites. And so I don't have them displayed prominently in my home, but also all the space, the wall space is kind of spoken for at this point, you know? So that's where I get leftover art. And in general, I tell all artists, you need to be practicing a lot in or if you want to get better. And that means you need to be making a lot of art and not all the art you know, is going to end up on your wall or end up being sold if you're selling your art. And so I think a lot of artists end up with what I'm calling the leftover pile. Today, we're talking about what you can do with your leftover art. All right. But before we get into the main part of the episode, we are going to do our review of the week. This one comes to us on Apple Podcasts from Cool Rock, and the title is Love Your Podcast. This is an excellent podcast that keeps me motivated as an artist. Oh, thank you so much. That is such a big compliment. I love to hear that I am impacting other artists out there because that's my goal. I want everyone to be living their happiest creative lives. And that's what I'm doing here on the podcast. So the best way that you, dear listener, can support the show is to leave me a five-star rating wherever you're listening to podcasts, to follow the show um, and subscribe. And you can do that on whatever podcast app you're on. Some of them call it follow. Some of it call it subscribe. On Apple, it's a little plus button up in the right-hand corner. Hit that button so you never miss an episode. And then finally, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave me a review. You can scroll down on the Self-Taught Artist podcast homepage where you see all of the episodes listed out. Just keep scrolling past the episodes and you'll see a very small purple button where it says write a review. If you leave me a review, I would love to feature it on a future episode of the podcast. So thank you for supporting the show with these actions. Rate, review, and subscribe. Awesome. Well, let's get into our topic of leftover art. Now, artists are creators, and we often find ourselves generating art in volume. After all, it's through this prolific practice that we actually improve our skills and find our unique voices as artists. And that's also how we're gonna unlock our 
personal art style and develop that art style, it doesn't happen if you're not making art. Let's put it that way. And then, of course, if you've listened to some of my other podcasts, you know that I'm a huge proponent of working in multiples. So if I'm making a painting, you know, let's say I'm preparing for Christmas and I want to make a Christmas tree painting. Well, I'm not going to make one. I'm going to make three or four at a time. Not all of them may cross the finish line, but I'm going to end up with usually multiples. Um, especially as I'm learning a new subject or trying to learn a new technique or just experimenting. I think working in multiples, and that is working on multiple pieces at the same time, is one of the best ways to lower the bar, get rid of perfection in the studio, and just let the creative juices flow. But As we know, not every painting, sculpture, ceramic, or creation we produce is going to end up on our walls, on our bookshelves, or even sold to other people. So today we're talking about a lot of different options of what you can do with all of this excess art. So let's talk about a few different options together. Option number one is repurpose and experiment. Sometimes what might seem like a failed artwork can become the foundation for something new and exciting. Try repurposing your old canvases or your old works on paper and use them as a starting point for experimentation for a whole new piece. Use that as an underlayer. That's going to give you lots of juicy context and um, just a richness to your painting that will shine through in small ways as you paint over it. Um, So you can overpaint it like that. You could collage on top of it. You could even tear up some of your works on paper and incorporate those pieces into a new project. It is a fantastic way to breathe new life into old art. Think about painting over it, using it as the start of something new. I've spoken about how I love having underpaintings on my art, and sometimes that just gives you a little something extra, a little extra dimension to your color, so it shows up with um, just more richness, more of an artsy feel, I would say. It's kind of hard to describe. Let's just call it you know, an artsy quality. All right, option two, share with friends and family. Now, your friends and family are often your biggest supporters when you are on a creative journey. So consider gifting your leftover art to loved ones or even doing a trade with fellow artists and setting up an art swap. Sharing your work in this way not only will make more space in your studio, but it will also spread your creative energy to those close to you. And sometimes there is just nothing more beautiful than sharing some beauty and some joy and some color for a loved one's home or office. Um, So think about that. Now, I will say Personally, I am a little bit careful with sharing my art with friends and family and giving it away. 
Now, this is because sometimes their reaction to my art is not the reaction that I was hoping for. And to be frank, that in the past has been a real letdown for me. Um, it's tough when they don't seem to appreciate the art. Um, and I'm not saying that they don't, but sometimes you just get the feeling that they may not value the art and the effort I put into it as much as I would want them to or expect them to. And it just comes down to the fact that art is personal. And when it's not received the way that you expect, it can be disheartening, um, especially if you are gifting it to family. I think that's normally the prickliest one. But you know, it's also important to remember that everyone has their own tastes and preferences. Sometimes it goes great when you give a piece of art to a friend or family member, and other times it may not. You really cannot have any expectations for how another person is going to receive it. So you have to be okay with it and know that it's a gift that you want to give, no matter how they take it, no matter how they receive it, that's not why you're giving it. So the other thing I'd say is there's a difference for me between making a custom piece for someone versus just giving them a piece of leftover art. And I will say the times in the past when I've been the most disappointed with giving art to family has been a time when I've created a custom piece for them and poured a lot of effort and thought into it. And when those aren't received well, that one I think stings a lot more than just giving them a piece of leftover art where it would either be like sitting in a drawer in my studio or I'll give it to you. Um, I don't know, that for me seems like not as big of a risk to take. So I would say with leftover art, I I would just give it away. If it's just going to be sitting in a drawer somewhere as the alternative, you know, give freely. And the people who love it are those, their reactions are going to make it all worth it. So trust your gut feeling about who would genuinely appreciate your art. I'd say it's often best to share it with the people who have been there for you, cheering you on in your creative journey, and the ones who show a genuine interest in your artwork, rather than someone who has never shown much interest in your art at all. Um, and you know those people. And some of those people, your friends or family, they may not have the money to spend on original art for their home. And this could be just a really, really special way to give them some joy, give them some color, and to kind of fulfill a piece of your mission as an artist. A big part of my mission as an artist is to spread joy through color and through pretty art. And so for me, anytime I can get it on someone's wall or get it in someone's life, that makes me really, really happy. It's not about the amount of money they pay or if they pay at all. It's just about that someone is enjoying it and it's bringing a smile to their face. All right, option three. This is a strategy called bonus art. And I found this strategy to be extremely rewarding as well. 
and it is to give a bonus piece of art to someone who has already purchased some of my artwork. The alternative is sometimes I'll take a bigger piece and I will cut it up and make a card out of a paper piece and I'll include a card. And the idea is when someone buys your work, that's a clear indicator that they genuinely appreciate and love your artwork and what you're creating. As a result, I like to surprise them with a bonus piece from my studio's leftover pile. It's a little extra touch that can truly surprise and delight a customer and show your gratitude for their support. Plus, it often leads to a more positive customer experience. And the more positive the customer experience, the more memorable your shop or your artwork is going to be, the more likely they are to refer you to their friends and family. And, or it could also lead to just more repeat sales from that same collector. It's just one little thing that you can do to build a relationship with someone and show your gratitude for their support. Plus, it's a win-win. You know, it's clearing out your leftover pile and it's spreading the joy of your art and strengthening your connection with your collectors. And I love a win-win. Option number four, art giveaways. If you have a social media profile, this can be a great way to engage with your online community and that is by hosting an art giveaway. It's a great way to connect with your audience and build your fan base. Plus, it's just a generous gesture that can bring joy to someone's life. So think about giving away one piece or multiple pieces, or you know, if you make small paper art, it could also be fun to do kind of like a surprise. You don't know what you're gonna receive, but I'll mail you a piece of art if you send me your address kind of a giveaway. Um, you can also structure it so that they tag a friend or share your profile in their story, something like that, to help you grow your social media following, but also helps you to clear out your leftover pile. That is another example of a win-win. Option number five is to donate to charity. Consider donating your art to charitable organizations. And some ways that I've seen this go in the past are things like auctions or fundraisers. Your art can contribute to a cause you care about and potentially raise funds for a good purpose. Um, another option is actually you doing the fundraiser yourself putting up your piece on social media and telling people you're raising money, tell them the cause and why it matters to you and invite them to bid on your piece on your social media profile and organize um, a little bit of your own art auction for charity. I think that would be really, really cool. Another idea that I had was to donate some pieces to a nursing home that sounds like a really nice way to bring joy to others who may really need it. Um, you could also think about perhaps hospices. Um, just think about 
homes or places where they're caring for people. Um, I don't know, even like halfway homes, um, you know, homes for women and children who are escaping domestic abuse. Think about who might need some joy and how your art could help brighten up their hospital room or their nursing home room or their hospice room. Think about that um, and perhaps explore if there's a way in your local community to give your art to someone who might need a little bit of color in their room. Option number six is to revisit and learn. Sometimes it's absolutely worth revisiting those less than perfect pieces that ended up in your leftover pile um, and take another look, give them a critical eye, analyze what did not work about it and why, and use them as a valuable learning experience to understand your strengths and weaknesses as an artist. Um, this self-reflection exercise can be really helpful to your artistic growth. And if the art is just going to sit in your leftover pile, you might as well revisit it, take a look and see if you can add something to it or improve it in some way. I know a lot of my leftover pile is art from when I was just starting out. And so I love this idea about perhaps revisiting some, adding another coat on top and see if I can transform it into something really cool. So there you have it, my friends. That is six options for what you can do with your own pile of leftover art. The key takeaway here is that no art is ever truly wasted. Every piece, even if it doesn't end up displayed in someone's home or in your living room or in an art gallery, every piece contributes to your growth as an artist and it's all part of the creative journey. If you are practicing, you are making lots of art and that's exactly what you should be doing. So a leftover pile is the sign that you are on the right path. Before we wrap today's episode, I want to encourage you to embrace the idea of creating art in volume. It's through this process that you will refine your skills, discover your style, and produce the pieces that truly resonate with you and other people. That's it for today's episode of the Self-Taught Artist Podcast. I sincerely hope that you found these ideas helpful for managing your leftover art. This would be a great time to clean out your studio and get those pieces out in the world or, you know, ready to paint over and revisit. So remember your creative journey is a marathon, not a sprint. And every creation is a stepping stone toward achieving your artistic goals. Just remember that every creation is a stepping stone forward. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, I hope you are doing wonderfully. So keep creating, keep experimenting, and keep evolving as an artist. Until next time, my friends, happy creating. <laughs>